Hey, Potential Podcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Potential Podcast. Before we begin today's episode, we'd like to take a moment and talk to you about something that means a lot to us. This podcast was created to be a source of fun and entertainment, and although we love to nerd out with you, one thing we do take serious is mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. And at any time, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joining my co-host and fellow boogeyman, Chris Dewar. Hey, if you see him without the lights on, it's scary. Today's episode reviewing the 2023 supernatural horror film, The Boogeyman. It's directed by Rob Savage from a screenplay by Scott Beck, Brian Woods, and Mark Heyman, and a screen story by Beck and Woods. And this is based on the 1973 short story of the same name by Stephen King. Well, I tell you, this is a week of horror reviews. I mean, yesterday we just celebrated, well, coming up, 50 years, end of this year. And in 1973, when The Exorcist um, was released, and this is based off a 1973 short, so kind of funny. Um, but Chris and I, very interested and intrigued by seeing the trailers of The Boogeyman. Obviously, this is how you do trailers right. There's just a little bit of the mystery, the horror, and enough of the dread that you're like, okay, this is going to be something maybe worth checking out. So pretty excited to check out this film, um, especially Chris pushing me into more horror uh, avenues, but excited to jump into this. Chris, can you give us a brief synopsis of The Boogeyman? So The Boogeyman follows a grieving family. We have a father and his two daughters who are grieving the loss of his wife and the mother of these two girls. And during their time of grief, they start to notice, the girls at least, noticing some supernatural activity happening in their house, which is The Boogeyman. Is it real? Is it not real? What is it? And what was intriguing, I would say, yes, about these these trailers was this is going to be keeping to some of the lore that we know about the Boogeyman, but obviously investing into a new story. And 
I myself have not uh, read this short story by Stephen King, uh, but you know something that he does very well is even if there is an evil presence, we're really focusing on our main human characters and what they're going through. And uh, what I found interesting about this film was how much they kind of play up this idea of what happens to us after we die. And does that kind of grief create or, you know, make this evil presence happen? And what was interesting is if you see in the trailers, um, one of our favorite actors, David Desmalchen, is a small role in this film. He plays this character that his family has already been affected by the boogeyman. And he's kind of uh, sharing his story with the father, played by Chris Messina, who was a therapist. And it's one of those films where it's like, this has already happened to this family. This is what happened. And are these, did this really happen to this family? Is this guy just crazy? And now this family being affected by the same uh, evil presence. And, you know, I want, I want to say, Taylor, we kind of know about the, you know, the lore of the boogeyman, you know, it comes, you know, hides in the closet. It it's a quintessential and, thing that, you know, our parents you know, used to scare us. We didn't know what it looked like. Yes. But it, yeah, it was in the dark. <laughs> It'd be, you know, it's why you check under the bed, check under the closet. Uh, you know, they play a lot in this film, of course, with, if it's in any source of light, it doesn't appear. And when I first saw the trailer for this, and I knew that was kind of the idea they were going with, I was a little concerned that this was going to be too close to the film Lights Out, where same situation, this evil thing is happening, but if there's light, it doesn't show up. And they do play with that, sure. But I think there was some fun stuff with the boogeyman in this. But in a way, I think they kind of teased the lore of the boogeyman. We didn't get a whole lot of how this thing actually comes to exist. Like, yeah. what you know, why it's been here this entire time, why it uh, targets children or those who are grieving. I wanted more lore of this creature. But I will say the design of this creature and this presence was pretty good. And with a lot of shots, you know, this is again one of these like three-story houses with a lot of creepy turns and nooks and ways for this thing to hide itself. There was a lot of fun camera work uh, that they used to to bring the terror and, and bring where is this thing and why why is it always in the dark and why is it you know targeting this family? Well, fun fact: um, the original, the short story we talked about. I actually went back after the film and looked a little bit info on it. And it actually, the David Dalsmashian's character, it actually is everything that happened to him up until the point of him talking to this, this person, this therapist. So that was smart to like have it as a little bit of the backstory, but the main focus is this new family. So yeah, I couldn't agree more. I did like the design of the creature when you actually, even when you do see the creature eventually, it's just enough that you you really don't see it and you don't know much. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like that it played up of, I, but I, you're right. I wanted more lore and I think it, it, it left you wanting more, maybe in a good way, maybe in a bad way. I'm not a person sure, but my props I got to give to the atmospheric tone. And this is definitely a hard PG 13. It's, it's definitely got some good, scary 
moments. When you see PG-13 horror, you're like, is this going to be good? Definitely good. A lot of good jump scares. And I personally, when it comes to horror films, the anything in the dark always freaks me out because that's something you can't see. You can't really witness. You don't know. So I, I agree. Uh, but casting, David Dalsmashin has such a short role, but Chris Messina as the kind of the grieving father, uh, his two daughters, of course, you know, we've got uh, Vivian Lyre Blair, who plays the youngest daughter who we see featured heavily in the trailers. You know, we just came coming off of Obi-Wan um, and then Sophie Thatcher playing Sadie, her older sister, who I guess would be in the very main character, her kind of deal mm-hmm. within her kind of playing that, you know, we got these new scream queens on the scene, if you will. I think they did a very good job. I don't think every every person who was in here, every character, there was no wasted talent, I think. Even just the small roles. I thought the focus on the family, focus on actually the horror movies, moments was really good. And they really did build up the tension throughout uh, until this final point where you really were like, even though there's kids in here, I don't know if anyone's going to make it out or, you know, without losing a limb or something maybe. But um, very well done. Very good atmospheric tone we chris and i talked about this before recording this pod i do agree that it leaves it open no spoilers but it leaves it open for a sequel prequel or a whole other maybe franchise i think this is really untapped care character of horror lore if you will that they could mm-hmm. mind. i could see either a series or something there is a lot more potential with this the boogie men's the boogie yeah, the- men, the boogie woman, <laughs> the boogie. Um, yeah, they did definitely tease a potential follow-up. And yeah, Sophie Thatcher, um, she's one of the stars of Yellow Jackets, the younger uh, cast of Yellow Jackets that we've been watching. And she's really great in this film. She she is more of the driving force. Um, she kind of fits that narrative of the character who... You know, the younger daughter is definitely one of being affected by this creature the most. And she's like, there's no way that what she's going through is because of some evil presence. It's clearly, you know, the effect of grieving for their mom. And she's the one that's missing her mom the most. The father, for even being a therapist, is kind of pushing aside his grief. And, yeah. you know, it's this relationship with his daughters, it's like she's just striving for him to even just talk about what happened with their mom and i think these kind of horror films work really well because you feel for these characters you feel for their emotions so as they're bonding having to deal with this actual evil thing in the house that is trying to kill them you you fight for them more you you long for understanding what this is why it's doing what it's doing and how are they going to overcome it and i agree with you the creature design you, they shot so much of it in the dark. One, I'm sure that saved money on the budget because they know if they yeah. actually designed it in real life. But it adds to the intrigue and the fear. I mean, one thing I really loved is they have these shots where you just see its eyes. It reminded me a lot of um, certain shots of Pennywise in the It films where you would just see two kind of white dots in the background and you knew like, oh, Pennywise is around. That's like, that kid, that's like when you were a kid. That's like when you were a kid, you see an animal oh, yeah. in the dark, it freaks you out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, it's like a, oh, it's a raccoon. You know, you see like a cat or a dog's eyes kind of have that reflection moment. And you're like, somebody's watching me. There are so many moments of that in this film. Or just things where like, you see like, you know, a, a coat hanger and a coat being hung up in the closet. And you're like, 
Like that just move. There's some shots in here that are really creepy. That, I and again, the use of light was really horror. great. That's the horror that you want yeah. where is your mind it, where this blends as like a straight up supernatural, but also psychological thriller at the same time. And I, I think they played up those moments you write very well, where it's like a very dark and twisted uh, Monsters, Inc. <laughs> where a couple of times the closet, like I love when the dad goes in. Nope, nothing here. I, I just wanted to be like, no monster in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I just love. It's your imagination at work that yeah. did I see something? Oh, God. And, you know, the obvious horror tropes, too, of like the character's got to be like, you know, hello. Is anyone in here? You know, going into areas they're not supposed to, and you're you're as the audience going, "Why are you going in there? This thing is going to be in there. It's going to be around the corner. It's going to be on the roof." Uh, and yeah, there was just some some cool production design with also, you know, this thing does kind of infect the house it's taking over. Yeah. Um, it becomes uh, like a Stranger of, Things fungus. Stranger Things, yeah, like a like there's a, there's a kind of like vines that take over the house. Um, that could play with it too. So I would love, you know, if this movie does well enough, I would love to see more from this director with this story and even these characters because we've now played with just the house. Now let's take it and have the boogeyman can affect you anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, let's take it to, you know, maybe uh, our main character now, she goes off to college and now this thing is attacking college or something, you know, there's so many ways they could go into a sequel. So I hope it does well enough to uh, gain one. I mean, it's, it's a low budget. So if it, it does pretty well in theaters, you know, I mean, there's a lot of competition right now, obviously a lot of big movies, but I had a good time with this. I thought it was a uh, well shot, well acted. The music was great. The tension was there and uh, the trailers paid off for what actually you get to see. It didn't give away all the best bits for sure. I think there's some great bits that were definitely saved for the movie. So all in all, another one. I'm going to give this from, it sits at a solid 8 out of 10. I had a good time with the boogeyman. Yeah, hey, I blame it on the boogie, but giving it an 8 out of 10 myself. So definitely check out, we recommend the boogeyman, which is now still playing in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.